What is up, Steel Studies? It's been a while, y'all. But here we are back at it, Monday, January 24, 2022. And guess what? Today is the start of season two. Season two of the study session. The off season is underway. We're closing the book on 2021 and we're putting an eye toward the future. But welcome to episode number 213 on this 124.22. So happy that you're joining me here today. I got a lot of content coming to you over the next few weeks on the study, digging into position evaluations for the Steelers to get a breakdown of how I see things unfolding this offseason in terms of personnel. I give an analysis and evaluation of all the players within each position. I talk about the likelihood of the team pursuing players in the draft and free agency. And today, Monday, I put out my summary piece that highlights those specific needs, those priority needs. I'm going to get to that in today's session. And then following that, you're going to get the positional breakdown, starting with quarterback, going to running back, wide receiver. We'll work through the offense, and then we'll shift over to the defensive side of the ball so that you have a clear understanding and idea of the work that is ahead of your Pittsburgh Steelers. But as always, thank you, thank you, thank you for being a supporter of the study. I'm truly grateful and appreciative for your support and glad that you're joining me here for episode 213, kicking off season two. My gratitude to you. would love to connect with you, get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Every Saturday, I make that happen on our Steelers Saturday mailbag. You can hit me up by commenting on the articles, dropping me an email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. And also giving me a follower on Twitter at Still Study. Would love to connect with you and make you a part of the show. And also be sure to check out the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. Our podcast is called The Still City Insider Podcast. We record every Tuesday, except this week. We are taking the week off, but we'll be back at you next week for coverage of the Steelers off season, and you don't want to miss that. But still studying. Here we go, off season. So again, spent a lot of time, probably a good eight hours of analysis, review of this Steelers team, all the positions, top to bottom, from quarterback to punter, and got a real good feel for where this team is. And what I offer to you today is the summary piece of those areas where the Steelers need to focus their efforts on in terms of personnel this offseason. And I have it broken down into three categories. There's the priority needs, there's the complementary needs, and there's the depth needs. We'll start with the priority needs. And obviously there's offensive line, defensive line, either through free agency and or the draft. And one of the things I wrote about it on the study today, one of the things that comes into play here in determining which position should you pursue first, whether it is through free agency or the draft, is what do you value most or what is going to have the greatest impact on the team? And as I point out, you could go draft an offensive lineman in the first round, prioritize that position in free agency, 
But how does that shore up an awful rush defense that could not get up, get off the field, that wore the defense down, and really just allowed games to be controlled by opposing offenses? An offensive lineman is not going to score touchdowns to stay in contention with the team who continually is running the football down your throat. And let's say that you go defensive line, you draft a defensive lineman. Well, the first thing to take into consideration, how soon can you expect a defensive lineman to contribute, understand the system? Because it typically takes some time for D lineman to adjust. And then there's also the middle linebacker factor. That's also a priority need as I point out in my evaluation of the positions. And while a stud defensive lineman is going to better the defense and the rush defense, it doesn't do anything about Devin Bush, Joe Schobert, the absence of depth at that position. And so all these things are intertwined. And so it can't just be we draft a player and that's it, or we draft, draft a few players at a position and that's it, everything's fixed. It can't be that way. It has to be a combination of both the draft and free agency. So offense, offensive and defensive line, I'm labeling them as 1A, 1B. They have to be your top priority. Middle linebacker is also a top priority in terms of free agency or the draft. But you have to wonder if this team is going to be gun-shy to pull the trigger on an inside backer in the first round considering the fact that they traded up to draft Devin Bush with the 10th overall pick a few years ago and that that move has not paid off. And then the other position that the Steelers have a significant need at is quarterback. Sure, Mason Rudolph appears to be in line to be the starter. Sure, they just tendered Dwayne Haskins. But after watching this weekend's playoff games and seeing the likes of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen and Joe Burrow sling the football, do you have any confidence and or faith in either of these guys on the Steelers rosters that they can make that offense a competitive piece? I'll answer for you, no. So they're going to have to sign a veteran free agent at the quarterback position. There's no question about that. doesn't mean that it has to be a big-time name, but they're going to need somebody to come in and compete. And I will say this. If there is somebody that they value, that they love, that they believe in, who plays quarterback, who is available in the NFL draft at pick number 20, the Steelers will select him. Whether or not there is a player out there as such remains to be seen, and that question will not be answered until we get into the draft. A lot of people are discounting this crop of quarterbacks in this year's draft. I take exception to that. And I think what you're going to see after the combine, after all these pro days, you're going to see several quarterbacks that get drafted in the first round. It'll probably start around the middle part of the first round and will carry through the end. 
but I would not be shocked if the Steelers grab someone. So those are your four priority needs. O-line, D-line, middle backer, quarterback. You can't you don't have four first rounders to draft all those positions. And it doesn't even mean just because those needs are there, that's where they're going to draft in the first round. Jim Wexel talks talks about if there's a Hall of Fame level talent available to you, even if it's at a position where you are satisfied and you have good players, you pull the trigger because those players don't come around too often and those players can change culture and can elevate your team. So that also has to be part of the equation. The complementary needs of this team I talked about this before last season, but it's especially apparent now after 2021. And I'm sure some of it was a result of Roethlisberger quarterback, but this team needs a deep ball threat receiver with elite speed. Doesn't mean that it has to be a polished receiver who is going to be playing 80 to 90% of the snaps. This could be a later round guy who has some raw tools, who has that blazing speed that just needs to develop his overall game. They need that. And then I'm willing to say Anthony McFarlane, he's done. He'll be brought to camp next year, but he does not appear to be a natural football player. He hasn't done anything in his first two seasons. There's nothing to believe that that's going to change, even in the snaps he's received in the preseason. He hasn't done anything. I think that's a felt experiment. He's more Dre Archer than he's Darren Sproles. They have to find a third down scat back who's explosive, who can catch the football, and who is fast. Again, you could find one of those guys later in the draft, or perhaps there's a free agent out there like that. But those are the two complementary pieces that they need to seek this offseason. And then finally, there is some need for depth at corner, at tackle, at safety. But that could be addressed through free agency, cheap free agents, or even undrafted rookie free agents, maybe late round selections in the draft. But that gives you a map that as you start to do your own research and your own study, to consider who could potentially be joining the Steelers for next season, that gives you a target and idea of where they're going to go. And you could rest assured that any movement in free agency, their selections in the draft, will fall within these three categories. I'm not sold yet on order because there are a lot of things that come into play there. Which free agents do they sign of their own? For instance, if they resign Juju Smith-Schuster, their work in terms of a wide receiver in the draft and free agency looks a lot different as opposed to if they do not resign him. Same goes for Joe Schobert. Now, I don't think that he should return to the team because his play didn't warrant it, but he's, he's got a hefty salary scheduled for this year. They could renegotiate him down, bring him back in. It gives them some depth. If they keep him around, it changes the way you approach the offseason in terms of middle linebacker. It doesn't mean that 
taking an inside backer early is off the board, but it changes what you're looking for. So there's a symbiotic relationship between decisions here in the offseason. It's all going to start with free agency, how the Steelers sign their own free agents. And then from there, that will kind of dictate where they go in terms of the draft. But it's exciting. New pieces, man. You watch those playoff games, you see some of those guys play, you see the the distance this team has yet to go. They have a lot of pieces that they need, but they've got to get some offensive firepower. They need a mobile quarterback. There are a few of those guys in this year's draft. Do the Steelers believe in them to pull the trigger? We don't know, but guess what? We got a lot of coverage so that you're ready and informed for how this offseason is going to play out and what happens in the upcoming draft. And studying, 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 studying. That is it. That is the end. That is the conclusion of episode 213, season number two here on this January 24, 2022. Many thanks to you and appreciation. Keep listening. Check us out on the session tomorrow where I will preview excuse me, not preview, but evaluate the quarterback position and talk about what could possibly happen there, along with any other news and notes. Pay attention to my written evaluations coming on the site. Share with your family and friends. Drop me a line. Love to connect with you. Most importantly, remember that even though it's the off-season, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, ladies and gentlemen. Have a marvelous week. See you back here tomorrow on the study session. Peace.